2: It's 9.30 in 716.
1: I'm Susan Rose.
2: I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside, looking at uh, another really cold start. 15 degrees, feels like 4 in Buffalo.
1: A fact-finding report was released Tuesday in the ongoing teacher contract dispute with Buffalo schools. A mediator recommends an 8% salary increase and an 8% signing bonus. Raises in years 2023, 2024, and 2025 would be 6%. 4% 4% and 3%, respectively.
2: Recommendations not binding, the district welcoming the report, teachers not so much.
0: I think that the fact finders report is one sided, especially when it says these recommendations are as proposed by the district. <laughs> I mean, uh, a fact finders report is supposed to be neutral, uh, not supposed to be one sided. And the teachers, when they read it, are obviously going to be very angry. Uh, we have rejected. Uh, the proposal, and we've set it out for a vote of the teachers.
2: It's Buffalo Teacher President uh, Phil Rumor who told us last week they were eagerly awaiting the Fact Finders report, which supports the Three Bell initiative in the city and eliminates fully covered retiree benefits for teachers hired after July of this year, Buffalo teachers have been working without a contract since 2019.
1: Buffalo lawmakers were hoping to hear more about why city tap water has not had fluoride since 2015, but ended up getting less information than they hoped. WBEN's Max Ferry was there.
2: The Buffalo Common Council during their Community Development Committee session on Tuesday was looking forward to hearing from Buffalo Water Chair O.J. McFoy regarding why there was no fluoride in the city's drinking water since 2015. Now there is a class action lawsuit being made against the city which has resulted in McFoy's absence during the committee session. McFoy
0: wrote in a letter to the council. Well, it was my intention to speak before the honorable body to clarify what has been reported and to answer your questions due to recently filed litigation at the advice of counsel. I am unable to speak on the matter today sincerely uh, Mr. McFoy." This has
2: now prompted the council to figure out how they are going to handle not only the lawsuit going forward but how they're going to get the answers to the questions from McFoy. Common Councilman David Rivera explains what's next. Uh, I'm getting us the chair of CD if he could schedule an executive meeting with and invite the water Authority to come in and talk to us along with uh, Corporation Council. Whichever way, whether it's the Law Department or a combination of the, the water Authority and the Corporation Council, to discuss many of the concerns that we have. I'm Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you, and we'll be hearing more where this goes from here uh, throughout the morning on WBEN. It's 5.05. Erie County Executive Mark Pollencar is tweeting yesterday, that the county is looking to implement a new alert system for winter storms. The move follows the December blizzard that left 47 people dead across western New York. With the new system, county emergency services would send notifications to all cell phones, TVs, radios to warn of an incoming storm, similar to the notification you would get during an Amber Alert on your phone. cars said the county preparing a one-to-five rating system too for blizzards, similar to how hurricanes are rated. We're hoping to talk more about this coming up in the seven o'clock hour.
1: Ahead of this morning's funeral for Tyree Nichols, his family and civil rights activists previewed what they hope happens next.
2: At a Tuesday night Memphis news conference, Tyree Nichols' stepfather, Rodney Wells, said the only thing that matters after a police beating led to his son's death is making sure they change laws to prevent it from happening again.
0: Keep fighting for justice for our son, and my family.
2: Vice President Harris will speak at Tyree's funeral as local and national politicians press for tougher laws that hold police officers personally accountable. Andy Field, ABC
1: News, Washington.
2: It may not be a question of how much the Fed raises interest rates today, but by how much?
1: The Federal Reserve's raised interest rates seven times so far in its attempt to slow inflation. It's a strategy that appears to be working. Consumer prices and those on the wholesale level have been falling over the past few months. So it may be more of an issue of not whether the Fed will raise rates, but by how much. Economists are predicting a quarter of a percent increase, the smallest since March.
2: Daria Albinger. They're reporting, and we'll uh, find out more later on today.
1: Uh, Ahead of the State of the Union address, which is set for next week, President Biden hits the road. That repaired bridge in Baltimore, which was such a bottleneck, that'll be up to
2: 20,000 new construction jobs. And everywhere Biden goes in the White House and he point out, these are jobs where you don't need a college education. You don't need to go into debt. He's trying to get the job base Shifting back towards middle class
1: people, towards people who don't go to college. That's Terry Moran reporting. The State of the Union is next Tuesday, February seventh.
2: W B E N News Time now five oh seven. All right, turning our focus to the NHL. Last night, Washington beating Columbus four three in overtime.
0: Johansson drops it there. Quick shot scores. Kuznetsov. not scored, a goal in January, gets the overtime game-winning goal, 26 seconds into overtime. It's
2: the call on Bally Sports. Now you may be asking yourself, Brian, why are you playing me Washington Capitals highlights? That's a good question, but this is what it looks like when your team is in the thick of it in the playoff race, the win putting Washington four points above the Sabres in the standings, but they've also played four more games than buffalo so i mean hey if all four of those games are wins from the sabers the sabers will be four points right. ahead i uh, can't bank on that but just something to think about sabers are on the ice for the last time until after the all-star break 7 30 tonight against carolina at home and it's uh, one of a very few home games they'll play in february they play tonight there's the all-star break there's the uh, like, player week-long break yeah. that they have built into the schedule. They don't play again until a week from Saturday. So it'll be a lengthy break after a really jam-packed schedule. Then they're on the road out west again. They're not back home until the 21st. They only play four home games the entire month of February. How crazy is that? that
1: that's so weird.
2: But uh, I feel like the they've already goes. been
1: on the all-star break i feel like we're we should be on the other side of it it's
2: been i mean saturday we've gotten used to like a Sabres game they they were playing like three and four days this like absolutely crazy schedule now they're getting a little bit of a break a little bit of practice time leading up to what tonight the red hot hurricanes uh, one of the best teams in the league tonight that game's on tnt by the way national tv i'm excited because i get to I actually get TNT in my (laughs) home, so I get to watch them. Uh, They play the Capitals, by the way, uh, later on this month. That'll be a good one to watch for the playoff race. All
1: right, and you're going to see a lot more of Damar Hamlin. He's partnering with the American Heart Association to promote CPR training. Hamlin announcing his 3 for Heart Challenge step one is learning hands-only cpr step two donating to the american heart association for cpr awareness
2: and step three challenge three friends to do the same to kick things off i'm challenging the goats lebron james tom brady and michelle obama you've all been challenged and one more thing make sure you share your videos on all socials and tag me and have your hearts up
1: all right hamlin has been on the road to recovery since suffering cardiac arrest January 2nd in Cincinnati. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Well, some sunshine today, but also a cool breeze with you. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 20s for tonight. Mostly cloudy, breezy, overnight lows in the low 20s on Thursday. Clouds will increase, winds will be strong, temperatures in the low to mid-30s with snow arriving late in the day. Much colder on Friday, breezy with temperatures in the single digits. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Buffalo Common Council Member Joe Golombek is with us this morning. Joe chaired the hearing yesterday in City Hall that was going to hear from the city's waterboard chair. OJ McFoy did not appear because of a lawsuit that's been filed against the city over the fluoride issue. Joe, where do things stand now? and How are you and other lawmakers going to get answers now that there's a lawsuit?
0: Well, uh, good morning, Brian and Susan. Uh, we're going to have to uh, basically ask our questions to the law department and have them decide on what uh, Mr. McFoy is going to be able to answer uh, or not. Uh, this is normal uh, process when there is a lawsuit against the city of Buffalo. So when I received a phone call yesterday morning, I was not surprised.
2: The thing I think uh, I can't understand, a lot of people don't really understand. This started, there was right a written request for OJ Mcfoy to appear before the common council and then he wrote a letter in response late yesterday saying that he would not be able to because of the ongoing litigation and now we were hearing a talk yesterday about possibly in an executive session or behind closed doors calling in a meeting before the council where the water board could explain some of what's going on I can't you just call him up send him a text if if people are really curious as to why there's no fluoride or or what exactly is going on, can you just ask?
0: Um, yes, but the law department uh, re- uh, requested that we not do that because they're afraid that anything that can be said you know, in the course of a meeting could be held against us. Uh, That's why we thought about doing the executive session. But there was some question from the law department as to whether they would recommend him attending even a meeting in executive session. So that was a little bit frustrating.
2: Well, I'm talking about just outside of a meeting. You know, maybe you see him in the hallway in City Hall or something like that. Um, You know, maybe you can give him a call personally. If, you know, we're really curious about the issue and when this started and why there's still not fluoride, shouldn't it be pretty easy to personally find out that information?
0: Uh, well, you would think so, yes. But once again, the law department has told him basically not to respond to us.
1: The The lawsuit now, how did you take that when, when it was Was it a complete surprise to you or were you expecting something like that?
0: Uh, No, I was not surprised. Uh, I was I sort of expected it, Um, although I was talking to somebody at the state level uh, that said that uh, they think that there are some concerns with the lawsuit uh, that was filed, that it may have been done improperly. Um, But uh, that'll that'll remain to be seen.
2: When this issue now uh, kind of continues on, there's still no fluoride in the water. Uh, We had heard before from the water board that they're worried that if adding fluoride in a particular way before the work is done could lead to stripping of lead in old pipes and putting that in the water, which would be even worse than uh, not having fluoride. Uh, Based on what you know now, do you think you have A good enough idea of why this took place and the process there or do you still need to learn a lot more?
0: Oh I think we still need to learn a lot more. Uh, We had representatives from I think the uh, American Dental Association yesterday at the committee meeting and they all agreed that there is no harm that the fluoride would do to the pipes Uh, um, so You know, I would assume that they were all professionals. They were all, I think all three of the gentlemen there or four were dentists. uh, So they know far more about this than I do. um, And they did not have any concerns whatsoever about problems with the pipes.
1: There's the fluoride issue and then there's the notification issue. Which one are, are you, I guess, more upset about?
0: Uh, well, both, but especially the notification, um, you know, this there should have been some communication uh, with us uh, instead of just a little blurb in a uh, uh, pamphlet that came out, what, in 2016 or so. So, you know, the, I'm disappointed in the lack of communication.
2: There's that pamphlet you were talking about, but also yearly in the water quality report, which is only about seven pages, uh, listed in there twice is that there's no fluoride in Buffalo drinking water. It's uh, you know in a written section, and then it's also in a chart that kind of shows the additives and, and things that are detected in the water. You can see there's no fluoride. I, I find it amazing that this is a surprise to everybody when shouldn't the Common Council— Uh, The mayor, the council president, um, the health department. I mean, everybody. It's a seven-page report that comes out once a year. Shouldn't everybody have read through that?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I remember getting it every single year, looking at it, and, you know, uh, I I don't know how we all missed it, to be quite honest with you. Um, I remember hearing rumbles uh, several years ago about there being an issue. Um, and we were told basically, you know, through the grapevine, not directly from Mr. McFoy, that this was a temporary issue, and I think that we just all assumed that it would be rectified.
1: What are you hearing from residents that you represent? Do they want the fluoride or not?
0: Um, You know, I have not heard a great deal from residents. Uh, I was at a couple of block clubs. It was not brought up uh, by anyone at them. Um, I think right now the main concern is, you know, from council members, once we realize the severity uh, of the problem with the lack of fluoride. Um, So uh, I'm not saying that it's not out there, but I have not been approached by anyone yet uh, at any community meetings. And I'm not sure if we've received many, if any, phone calls either.
2: Does that tell you something right there?
0: Um. You know, I think maybe people aren't aware yet, even though it's been on the news and, uh, you know, on the radio and et cetera. But I just think people haven't uh, – I don't think it's sunk in with them any more than it did with us when we first heard about it years ago.
2: I, if, you know, that is the case, if it's – you know, the information has been out there. it's It hasn't been maybe communicated to the full extent that it should have, but it hasn't been a secret either uh, over the last seven years, now going on eight. It's been in the news constantly over the last few weeks, ever since the Buffalo News reported on it, and then in the lead-up sense. I mean, I know we've been talking about it certainly a lot over the last few weeks. If after all of that, there's still not really a lot of community concern, I, is this a pressing issue? Should this be taken as a pressing issue in the in the city?
0: Oh, I think so. Yes. Uh, And I think that, you know, now that the council is fully aware of the gravity of the situation um, that we're addressing it, and I think the mayor is as well. So I'm assuming that, you know, in a short matter of time, they will figure out how to get the fluoride back into the water.
1: Is it your understanding, Joe, that it's is it a federal or state law that fluoride should be in the water?
0: Uh Once again, I was talking to somebody at the state level yesterday, and they said that there's technically you know not a direct order you know from the state or the feds, and there are quite a few of municipalities throughout the country uh that do not have fluoride in their drinking water for whatever reasons um Some people have said that you know it's a bigger hazard than it is a benefit uh the people from the dental association yesterday said that that was not true. Uh, there was a woman that was there yesterday to speak, a former Buffalo school teacher who was opposed to putting fluoride in the water. Um, the dental people sort of poo-pooed all of her arguments. Um, and there were two or three other people from the general public that were there yesterday as well um, that spoke in favor uh, of the fluoride as well.
2: That's
1: 9.30 in 7.16. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the
0: studios of WBEN Buffalo. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Aya. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.